Hi, and welcome back to the Boostly podcast. This is a podcast that gives you, the listener, the tools, the tactics, the trainings, and most importantly, the confidence so you can go out there and get yourself more direct bookings. This is the mini-series on the Boostly podcast where we shine the spotlight on businesses, services, things happening, news in the industry. And today, I'm really excited because we've got a special guest and we're shining the Boostly spotlight on Vanessa D'Souza-Large, the CEO of Sestonica. Now, there's lots of things in the media about being green and about the things that we can all do. But as hosts, really, what does that mean? You know, what what is our responsibility? What can we do? And what are some of the wins that we can do to actually be more eco-friendly, more green, and all these things that you can do as a host that, funnily enough, will also help your pocket too, which is, is you know, two twofold. So uh, welcome along, Vanessa. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. I'm delighted. So first question, I know I've given a bit of an introduction, but can you really just give the elevator pitch, um, you, 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 your history and the business, um, anything you want to tell us? Sure. So I'm Vanessa, this is large, <laughs> and uh, I've been in the industry for about 17 years, uh, first as, a, as an online travel agent, uh, type Airbnb, but sadly not as successful. And then as a channel manager, I was a co-founder of a channel manager called Rentals United. And about two years ago, I decided to found uh, this company, which is called Sustonica. And Sustonica is the first certification for sustainability for short-term rentals. It came at a time when owners and property managers of short-term rentals needed a a standard, a path, you know, to follow in order to become more respectful of the environment, more respectful of the community. People are wondering, you know, sustainability is a big, scary word. What do we do with it? What what can we do? Uh, What are the simple steps, the more complicated steps? And so we came with with a criteria, with a standard that everybody can can follow. Nice. And of course, as hosts, we're always looking to get more direct bookings and, and the things which are the best practice. And I know we're, we're going to dive into that shortly, but how and why did you get into this as, as, you, as a host? Why did, what, what made you so passionate about Sustonica and, and about the um, eco-friendliness? What do you mean, apart from obviously my education? So I was educated uh, with, you know, um, sustainable lifestyle mm-hmm. in mind. So I, I know it from very early on in my life and I followed uh, those principles throughout my life and influenced many of my friends and um, and so you know know, being a vegetarian and looking at the future and obviously now recently all the news you know something like 75% of UK adults have eco-anxiety you know we are faced with terrible news uh, about about the environment and I felt it was time to step up and do a business that, that is more mission-driven, you know, um, something that will help hopefully change millions of vacation rental homes around the world. And I guess the even bigger mission with it is that we have a very special place in hospitality. We're able to to influence so many people because they go through our homes, right? So if we show that we have implemented uh, sustainable sustainable amenities that we are taking care, um, more care, 
And with that, we're able to influence the guests that go through our homes so that on their return home, they may implement these things as well. Okay, so this is going to be a bit more of a loaded question. How do we know guests care about sustainability? So we know they care thanks to very large surveys that have been done by the giants, uh, the OTA giants in this industry. Uh, Both Booking.com and Expedia have done large surveys. And the one Booking.com stats that really stands out is that 80% of travelers want to travel more sustainably, you know, and and 68% of them would feel more comfortable. This is a really good stat for us. It's Estonica, obviously. 60% of them would travel, uh, would be would feel more comfortable traveling in, a, in an accommodation that has a certification. Ah, that's really good. So, yeah. I mean, from a host's point of view, obviously, we're always after market share, more occupancy, and, and that side of things. So, having these sustainable features and being able to be certified makes you stand out. I mean, we, we talked to um, Chris Mulhern from um, IPRAC talking about trust marketing and being certified. Certifications mm-hmm. do make a big difference to decision-making. You know, this is why um, in the training industry, if you're um, certified, you know, if you've got a um, CPD accreditation, if you're in the UK, that is, then, it, you know, it's, it's trusted. And, and this is a really important thing. And when guests see that, it might be subconsciously but they're more likely to to trust it, aren't they? So I guess, how does Sustonica solve this problem then for hosts? So we offer a sustainability certification. It's it's a program that you enter. It's, as I said, sustainability has this really scary aspect to it. So people often think, um, I have to do structural changes. I have to put solar panels on my roof. I have to replace um, the heat pumps, et cetera. Uh, so it's not that. So there are very simple changes that everybody can make, that you can make at home and that you can make in your vacation rental. For example, um, changing, not offering the small shampoo bottles uh, in the in the bathroom with the shower gel and the shampoo. Uh, instead, offering dispensers. Making sure that the shampoo and the shower gel that you offer is free of microplastics. Offering toilet paper, I'm giving you very simple examples here. Uh, offering toilet paper that is from recycled paper as opposed to the normal uh, type. Then, you know, if you really want to have a little bit more, much more of an impact, really, because the whole situation with, uh, with the planet is our dependency on fossil fuels, right? So the best thing that you can do is give a phone call to your electricity company, your energy company, and require them, ask them to change your electricity to 100% renewable energy. Now, in some areas of the world, this is harder. In others, it's easier, but it's definitely worth a try. And this, in our program, so once you have these things that we put together a criteria and there's about 40 points, let's say. Mm -hmm. So you go through the criteria and you say what you have, what you don't have, and whatever you have, you would have to prove it. So in the example of the 100% 100% renewable energy um, electricity, you would have to upload to our dashboard the invoice that proves that you have 100% uh, renewable energy. And so there's part documentation for things that we can't see in the flat. And then there's part photo tour. So the owner would 
go with our app, which is geolocalized. So we know that you are where you say you are. You can't cheat. And then you would take photos of, let's say, if you have an induction cooked up, the induction cooked up, uh, the double glazed windows, the model of the fridge. And all of these proofs that you put together based on our criteria would then be sent to an external auditor automatically. And the auditor then validates all of these uh, points, all of these photos and the documentation, and then gives us the go-ahead to issue the badge. Now, important again, this doesn't have to be scary and it doesn't have to be complicated. It's 20% of our criteria in order to get in and in order to receive your badge this year. Then every year, in order to renew the badge, you need to increase a little bit. You need to increase on this percentage. And that is a scaled percentage, depending if you have 50% today, then you only need to increase by 2%. But if you have 20% today, then you need to increase by 4%. So we really think of it as a program. Um, you know, you, you're not going to do it perfectly from day one, but we give you the good tips and the good advice to keep on improving. I mean, that's really cool. And, and some of these tips you're sharing is stuff which me as a host need to implement. And I'm sure there's people listening to this where they could make that phone call to the uh, you know, supplier, the power supplier. I, I wasn't even aware before we spoke last, uh, I wasn't even aware of what green energy was. I was just like, doesn't that just cost more? Isn't it the same <laughs> thing? But it is the fact that the electricity company has to source that power from a renewable or a certain percentage of it, at least from a renewable source, which is no extra work apart from that one phone call then all of a sudden you've you've got that. If you're struggling on how to get direct bookings and overwhelmed on where to start, then I recommend you go and book in a call with Boostly and our team right now. We can walk you through exactly what we're offering, how we can help you and give you a portfolio of websites that we have worked with that are matching not only your niche, but could be in your location as well. Boostly has helped over 2,000 hospitality businesses all over the world increase their direct bookings. And if you are interested, then all you need to do is go to Boostly, B-O-O-S-T-L-Y.co.uk forward slash call and book in an appointment with one of our sales team. Some of the other things you've mentioned, I mean, I'd love to just deep dive a little bit on there. I mean, toilet paper, we all need stacks of toilet paper and some of our guests need much more than others and complain if you haven't left enough and all that sort of stuff. Like, what do you think of these? So you mentioned recyclable paper and there's, there's a great brand called like who gives a crap. I don't know if <laughs> really nicely designed. They look really good in hosting places, you know, in, in hotels and STR places. So that's, that's one. The other one, which comes to mind, I've, I use bamboo based stuff. What, what is your thoughts around that? Is bamboo good, bad? Is it, um, it's, it seems to be yeah. a middle sort of price point. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Bamboo is great. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, also, in, now you say bamboo, also in linen, you can get bamboo linen, which is much better than, you know, what's, what's usually available. So we look for eco linen, eco cotton linen or bamboo in terms of sheets and towels. Just diving in on that eco, I literally ordered some linen two hours ago for, for our STRs. And there is, from the places you order from, that does say eco on some of them. And actually the eco ones aren't that much more. And in some cases, there's similar thread counts and they're, they're a little bit cheaper. They can be. So ultimately, what, what is an eco cotton? What, what does that mean? You know, like, cause for, for me as a, as a, as a host, I'm like, well, yeah, towels, but what, what does that, how does that help? So it's sourced in an ecological way. 
So the the cotton industry uh, wreaks havoc among uh, many communities and um, with underpaid staff and lots of chemicals being pumped in. So an eco-cotton is uh, ethically sourced and also uses, doesn't use harmful chemicals. So that's what you that's what you're after, and hopefully that will be the only cotton available in in a few years. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. I mean, all this stuff is little nudges in the right direction, isn't it? But there's a lot of us, and this is the thing that because there's so many hosts, so many guests, and uh, you know, when guests go on holiday, they don't always um, they're not as always as eco aware as they could be. More people have takeaways and chuck stuff in the rubbish and stuff like that. So it's really important that us as hosts you know, educate guests, but also do what we can at a host level to 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 control this and to to help with this. One uh, can I react to that? Because of course, yeah, go ahead. Uh, I mean the, the education part, I, I you know, for us it's really we come from the from the side of saying we want to make our homes consume less. Yeah. We don't want to involve the guests really in that process. Uh, we should remove all of the opportunities for the guests to overconsume. Apart from the recycling, obviously, would like them to help us recycle. And for that, what works really well is communication to children. So stickers that are for children, we have some available on our website. Uh, that's the only thing that works. Telling people what to do doesn't really work. But apart from that, we really want to remove, you know, that overconsumption that can happen in a home from fridges that are on all the time. You know, to to there there are wonderful tools as well that you can implement, like tech that you can implement, which is, for example, the send occupancy sensors. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you have that, but they're wonderful because as the guest leaves, instead of repeatedly asking them, putting notes everywhere, please turn off the aircon when you leave, etc., or the heating, uh, these sensors they actually do that for them. So you know, they leave the apartment or the villa, and everything gets shut down, and that has a, a huge impact on the electricity bill and the gas bill, you know, if you have gas heating. So highly recommend. I mean, just, you know, looking at the criteria, I think people will find lots of good ideas to 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 reduce the consumption. Yeah. yeah. And I think that a lot of the time, I mean, we haven't dived into it, but it really does help everyone's pocket, you know, in, in the long run, especially if you can cut down on energy costs in any way. I was speaking to a host based in uh, Columbus, Ohio, in, in the USA, and he said that one of the things he does is, you know, those simple Wi-Fi plugs that uh, plug, you, basically they'll allow a plug to go through it, and it just hooks to the Wi-Fi. So it means that from any time on your phone, you can press a button and switch everything off. So okay. whenever there's an empty unit, and of course we do get gaps, especially in off-season, you can just literally switch everything off. And the other bonus of that is if you need to reset a router or reset anything, you can just do it from afar. You can switch it on and off from afar. So it serves two purposes, energy saving as well as a, a quick reset for people, which is is amazing. Very cool. It would be nice to know the name of that company. Yeah, uh, yeah I will. It's um, also smart thermostat. I mean, without, you know, these are readily available on the market, the smart thermostats. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm a big fan of the smart thermostats because two, two things, you can turn it on just before the guest arrives and you can 100% make sure it's off the second that they leave. And... Energy saving wise, again, good for your pocket, good for the planet, which is which is fantastic. Yeah. What would you say is the biggest challenge for Sistonica at the moment? We need to scale faster than we 
than we are already. Uh, we, it seems to be the year of sustainability. Uh, finally, got to our industry. It's a number one topic at all the conferences I've been to and spoke to in the last few months. Um, so we're scanning really, really fast. And obviously, you know, the planet has um, has an emergency going on. So I feel this, you know, um, strong um, drive to to make it happen even faster. So 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 scaling is a challenge uh, for me. Obviously, we're, we're we're business and scaling fast is always a challenge. And um, yeah, apart from that, no, we're we're extremely happy. One thing you might not know is that, and I know we're on a book direct uh, podcast, but we uh, we got accepted by Booking.com. So so now you can see our badge on their on their website. Everybody that gets vetted through us nice. gets level three plus uh, in their filter in the Booking.com filter. So that gave us a really an, another amazing push, and we hope the other big OTAs will follow. Um, because meanwhile, since the beginning, you know, we said this is a a really good product for your own website. This is a, a really good thing you want to put on your website because it's not just about, you know, adding sustainability to your values on your on your website and saying, yes, we do care about the environment. Now you have a way to prove it. Yeah. Right? You have done an effort, you have implemented things, and you've gone through a, a, an audit, which is only 49 euros per property per year. Um, and you've done all of that and you can and you can show off to the world. Also, people tell me um, that they feel that they, they've been doing things already and they had no way of communicating it. Mm -hmm. And this gives them the opportunity to do so. Yeah. There's a lot of unsung heroes out there who do eco bits and pieces without, like you say, without getting recognized. So it's a great way to be recognized for something you're either already doing. But it also, I mean, we believe it or not, at Boostly, we do like the OTAs because they give really good examples of what to do and how you should be considering to raise trust and the type of ease of use that you should have on your own website. I mean, for, for Boostly, for the websites we build, it's, it's two of the most important things is um, creating trust and what things help them to trust and to make their decision to come and book with you will certifications do you know making sure the website is laid out in the right way and celebrating the stuff that so many hosts who are working tirelessly are already doing well and um yeah that's that's just a great way to look at it yeah. and if i can add to that i would say you know your communicating your values is becoming more and more important in a world where you know there's so so many there's so much competition you want to you know, be very honest about who you are and what you represent, and and people will really appreciate um, this transparency. You know, and the, the higher values that the company has or the person has. Uh, it's a way to relate on an emotional basis, but also, you know, to 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 get trust. You know, which is what it's hard to get these days to get trust. <laughs> yeah, I I also think. As, as a host, there's lots of um, there's lots of things that can get our attention and, you know, we're diverted in different directions all the time. Sometimes it's having a place where you can go to and get the answers you need. You know, like um, you mentioned those little toiletry bottles. I, I've, I still use these biodegradable mini toiletry bottles, but the only reason being is I don't know the best um, kind of solution for the push 
kind of stuff that you see in say a premier in and stuff like this so having that that pool of knowledge and people who are solving this problem not just in my city and my location but actually you know from from a region or globally you know like what is the what are the standard ones to go for and as soon as companies know there's a demand for that sort of stuff they're more likely to to create them and it's then likely to get cheaper which is better for us and and you know it just works across the board doesn't it for eco yes. and for your pocket yeah i mean you you would get the points for your single your single not plastic used uh, shampoo, shampoo um, bottles um it, it works for for our criteria and it's okay if you don't have the space we understand mm -hmm. um but yeah yeah. yeah, it's good to good to know. And th it sounds to me as though this ideal because it gives you an idea of where you are versus what the ideal is. And it's not forcing you to push towards it, you know, like, hey, you need to go and install solar panels, like we mentioned at the start. It is really a, a gentle nudge in the right direction, but also one which will help the host's pocket. So I know there's going to be lots of people who um, will want to get in touch with Sustonica and I see you're at the amazing talks. Um, just just talk us through some of the places you've been, some of the shows, and some of the the things that you've done this year. I know, I'm, you know, I'm so chuffed that everybody's inviting me and in to speak about sustainability. It's wonderful. So I guess one of the biggest events uh, that we had is there was just a few weeks ago, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, in Orlando, which is the largest vacation rental conference in the world. It's two and a half thousand people that go. And it was in Orlando, which is, well, Disney, which is not the most sustainable kind of place. <laughs> uh, but uh, they invited me to speak at the grand opening. So that was, you know, really good because last year at the VRMA, there was not one panel about sustainability. So from not one panel to being at the grand opening on stage, you know, you can really see that there is a shift in mindsets and that people are really, you know, needing the education, needing the information and, and, and the standard um, that comes with it. So, so I was very happy about that. And then obviously we had the Vacation Winter World Summit in Barcelona just now, um, Vitor in Malaga, where else? Gosh. It's been a it's been a, a big year. <laughs> it sounds like you've been been everywhere. Yes, uh, hey, and who knows? Next year you can get them to to go to more sustainable places and things like that as the as the message yeah. spreads. So, well, you, you know what I did on the way back because you know people talk about offsetting and planting trees and stuff. Uh, we don't believe in offsetting, but we do believe in giving back in terms of community work. So on the way back from Orlando, we we stopped by in New York. And worked at a soup kitchen for a morning, right? Oh, nice. And it's, yeah, it was really nice. It was a most, most fulfilling experience, actually. And it took me forever to find that opportunity in New York. I, it was a lot of research. And so, what part of our criteria is to give these volunteering opportunities in your local area to to your guests? And you will find that very many are going to go for it. And um, just imagine, you know, if all our guests would help our local community in one way or another, a few hours while they're there, uh, all the good that we could do in the world. <laughs> 100%. Quick break from the podcast to let you know that the two Boostly books that we brought out, the Book Direct Playbook and the Book Direct Blueprint, are two of the top rated and the best selling in the hospitality category on Amazon. For just £2, you can grab both of those books right now. The foundations and the structures that you need to put in place is in the blueprint. And then for 101 marketing tactics, that is in the playbook. 
So go and grab a copy on Amazon now. Just type in Book Direct Playbook or the Book Direct Blueprint and uh, we'll see you on the other side. Just going back slightly, you mentioned not offsetting. There's a guy called Ollie, I think Whitmore. um, I stole an idea from him or he inspired me, I should say. I didn't steal the idea. Um, But to... Uh, we we plant a tree or, or use the one tree planted for guests who stay. Basically, as the number of guests who stay, we, we plant a tree. And this is an idea which he put into practice. I thought it was great because if we can plant more trees, fantastic. But my worry is, do they plant the trees? You know, like we're donating to them and, and all that sort of stuff. But uh, talk us through, you mentioned, you know, you, you don't believe in the offsetting side of things. Talk us through the, the reason why and what would what is better for people to do. So yeah, I, I believe in which is the whole you know idea of this criteria is that we need to fight it at the source, right? We need to consume less and not excuse ourselves with overconsumption and then planting a tree. Especially when we talk about, you know, if tree planting offsets is a is a complicated matter, let's say, because uh, I think very many companies have um not been very truthful about what they've done with their with the money that they've collected. Mm-hmm. And there is also the danger that even if um, they did plant the tree, that the tree at the end may not grow um, to be an adult tree, and we don't know how long it's going to be there. And also, it might not be the right tree for the right region. Um, so if you're going to do it, and I'm not saying you know don't plant a tree, um, but really do an extremely good research as to who is planting that tree for you. Mm-hmm. And you want... But you want that company to have an accreditation, in fact. You want them to have a really good accreditation that they've been audited as to how they do their tree planting and that they're doing it respectful of, um, you know, the environment that they're in. So, yeah, and and the, the issue with that is I think that very many companies have taken advantage of everybody wanting to suddenly to plant a tree. <laughs> this is the worry, isn't it, that you don't want companies doing it. I mean, if, if I see some of the large companies like, I mean, I, I don't want to mention any names right now, no. but some of the great big companies that we all see adverts for with the color, you know, red around Christmas and stuff like that, yeah. you know, you, you, you see some of these and then they talk about being sustainable and you think, yeah, but what about all the stuff you've, you've, you've done before? So it's definitely a hot topic, isn't it? This? this is about to end there. You're not going to say that anymore. We have a new law in, uh, in Europe called the EU greenwashing law that came out in April. And the directives are now being implemented in every country in Europe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it will take about two years. And it's literally uh, that law says that you cannot use the word green, that you cannot use the word sustainable, uh, and that you can't profit from um, you know, sustainability in the wrong way. It's, so it's you're mis- selling effectively, isn't it? You know, like yeah. if, if, if that's not what they're doing. So, yeah, I want to get you to share your details shortly. I want you to, um, you know, give everyone a chance to come find out more about Sustonica. But uh, but before we do, just a couple of uh, fun questions just to, to put it out there. So where do you go for your time off from the world? Where are the places which you love to visit or, or love to see? Love to visit Ibiza. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> Why? <laughs> um, I happen to, to, to have a place there. So, uh, and it's in the countryside and um, in the middle of fields. And that's where I go. And it's very, I'm very lucky because I live in Barcelona and it's only half an hour away, you know, if I jump on a flight, <laughs> which is not so sustainable to jump on a flight. Let's agree. But we're not going to stop traveling, are we? So, and 
who has been great influence in your life? Either it can be books, podcasts, people, whoever, whoever you want. It can be related to Sestonica or it can be just general. Yeah. So lately I've been like this massive fan of a person called, a woman called Ufi Ibrahim. And she is a very amazing voice for sustainability and hospitality, mm-hmm. particularly for hotels. Uh, she's a strong and, and uh, I, I was just uh, so strong and so well-spoken. I just, you know, I really look up to her. I wish I was like her. Uh, and I want her on my board in case she's listening. <laughs> awesome. Well, if, if she's out there, then uh, you pick up the phone. <laughs> um, cool, cool. So let's throw the mic open. How can we get in touch? How can we learn more and come and follow the journey? Thank you. It's uh, systonica.com. We have a very transparent website, I hope. Uh, Everything is out there, how we do it, what it is. Every point is explained. Um, I'm hoping it's really easy to understand. And there's a test, a freely available test that you can take. And you take what you have, and then it tells you at the end uh, how many percentage you would have on our standard. And and with that, you can sign up and provide your proofs. And, and there you have your badge. And if you wanted to contact me directly, I'm really open, really happy to answer any questions and uh, give you my email. It's Vanessa at Sistonica.com. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing this. And um, just while I thank everyone, there's going to be one last question, which is always a nice way to end. But I just want to say thank you to you who's listening to this podcast, uh, watching on the YouTube. We know there's a lot of places you can put your attention. Really thank you for putting it with Boostly. I've certainly learned something in this episode. I hope you have too. And um, yeah, we'll uh, we'll obviously see you on the next one. But before we do, uh, Vanessa, before you go, is there any advice, mantras, or mottos which really resonate with you that you'd like to um, like to share? Yeah, well, actually, it's in the back of our t-shirts. It's vacation rentals. Can you see it? I can see it. Yeah, <laughs> vacation rentals as a force for good. Oh, nice, nice, and and we can be, you know, we can be as a as a as a, hospitality is is a great big community, isn't it? In general, so um, yeah, thank you so much. And if you do want to carry on this conversation, and you listen to this on the podcast or YouTube, you can come and carry on uh, talking about this in the hospitality community on Facebook. Come and share what you're doing to be sustainable, and go and check out Sistonica. Thank you very much for watching, and we'll we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>